This is the Morning Sports Desk for Friday, December 16th. Hey, Corey, we got high school sports tonight. Indeed we do. Tonight I will have coverage of Staples Motley versus West Central Area Boys Basketball. Uh, you can listen on AM 1430 and 98.5 FM, The Fan. As uh, uh, we take a look at it, the Cardinals come into tonight's game at 1-2 and two overall. They opened up the season with two straight losses to Wadena Deer Creek, a close game, 57-55, and then losing to Henning. Remember, that game is at uh, the Target Center. That was a 69-48 ball game. But then they bounced back with a 71-60 victory over Verndale. This team has been off for 10 days. Uh, that Verndale game was December 6th. It is now December 16th. They get to play a game. It's a ho- uh, play again, a home game versus West Central Area. The Knights are 3-1. and one. They opened up the season with the loss. To Battle Lake, 54-43 to was the final of that one. But then beat Park Rapids area, 72-67. to and Wadena Deer Creek 74 to 47, a good old fashioned palindrome game. And uh, they get back at it. That that game, by the way, goes back to December 6th. So uh, it's been 10 days for West Central area as well. It's just been a while, and I think that's going to be the uh, the key thing. If you're going to any game across the region tonight. Uh, some schools were able to get in their games like Wadena Deer Creek did earlier in the week on the Monday, but if you're, I mean, there are some schools who haven't played, haven't even had the opportunity to practice all week, so it's going to be really interesting to see how these games uh, look tonight. Some of those early season blues, well, they would have continued anyway, right? The goal is to get through Christmas, and then mm-hmm. that's that's the time you spend figuring yourself out, so that way come back from the holiday break and you are officially off and running uh but uh should be another fun one and i look forward cardinals and knights again about a 7 15 pregame 7 30 tip time on the fan on the fan uh so Corey, uh I, I think that covers our high school sports portion today uh let's talk twins again because uh there's no free agency news to break for the twins front uh but Carlos Rodon, the number one free agent pitcher, is off the board. He's going to, surprise, surprise, the New York Yankees, who shell out some big money for uh, the best le- uh, the best starting pitcher on the market this year and are not named Clayton Kershaw, Justin Verlander, the, the big names. Uh, the Twins were in on him a little bit, but I think the entire time it was known that he wanted to go play for the Yankees, which means the Twins are out of the running. Yeah, and I think I saw the final number. It was like six years, one fifty. Do you know what the numbers were? I'm, off the I'm top looking of your that. Head? Yeah, I'm looking that number up here because I I just saw it too. Anyway, I I have a follow up joke that I saw on si- on Twitter. Six years, one hundred sixty two million dollars. Yeah, six years, one sixty two. The twins were rumored to have offered. Um, Five years for one fifty, which would be more AAV, more for that was the joke this morning yeah. of like, oh yeah, the twins were totally in on that. They, they offered more per year. <laughs> I mean, well, the thing with the twins is they weren't willing to go to six years, which again is the thing of like, ooh, we don't want to be paying that guy too late. And I get, I it's get, also the joke of Carlos Correa. <laughs> 
It's like, oh, the Twins offered him more per year. Why would the guy accept more years and more money from another team? Yeah. All right, touche. I mean, it just, I, I, I think in the words of DJ Khaled, uh, I, I think the Twins played themselves a little bit this year in free agency. In what way? In the way of that they put their entire, I've touched on this a little bit before, so I don't want to delve into it too much, but they staked their entire offseason claim on bringing back Carlos Correa. And they waited, and they let free agents like Chris Bassett, a starting pitcher, they let, uh, I mean, they weren't getting Trey Turner or Xander Bogarts, that just wasn't going to happen, but they let some quality free agent starting pitchers come off the board, they they were able to sign Christian Vasquez what they needed, but they let guys like Mitch Hanniger, Cody Bellinger, some of these power outfield bats that they could have used, uh, Jose Abreu would have been a nice addition for the Twins, he went to Houston, so like, there are these free agents that they could have been in on, now, that's not to say they were going to sign any of them, but the point is that they kind of sat out the first month of free agency waiting for the Carlos Correa decision and they wouldn't even get to $300 million on a on a deal that you knew Carlos Correa was going to have to be paid $300 million if he was going to sign it with yeah. the team. Yeah, it's an interesting dynamic because, of course, Carlos Correa was arguably the best player available in this year's free agent class. Yeah. Obviously, Judge, you know, he went for... 62 bombs or 60 whatever he hit um he was like the biggest of big names but i think you could you could probably argue that correa is a better player over he the course of plays, his career plays at a more important position of shortstop and is like three years younger than aaron judge so all yeah that like correa is sneaky young he's it's 28 a, yeah it's crazy so uh anyway you have to you have to uh, uh, put a hierarchy together of players you're going to chase. Mm-hmm. You just have to, right? You have to uh, make uh, Correa a priority, mm-hmm. the priority. Like I got, I have no issue with that. Um, but to your point, there, it's not like they're they're beholden to. There's luxury taxes, but there's not. The New York Mets will just pay a luxury tax and deal with it. Like there's a te- you can you can still go sign other players, and their payroll is so low that even signing Correa to a 13 year, even paying him 35 million dollars a year, you're still not even close to your you're payroll not even last close. year. Close, you could easily go out and sign another significant impact player. Now they got that catcher guy, Vasquez, which is really nice, but that's not significant money that they're paying him. No. They you could have very easily paid somebody significant money to complement and show your interest in winning to help persuade Carlos Correa that this is the place you need to stay. We're interested in pursuing winning. And here's the kicker about, remember, I said the Twins should have tried to at least, maybe the Twins never got a chance to counter the Giants' offer. Maybe as soon as Carlos Correa's agent heard it, he's like, we're going to accept right away. Right. Like, maybe the Twins never got a chance for San Francisco to change their mind. Like, maybe that never happened. But if you did get the opportunity, you should have offered them $300 million. And by the way, you didn't even have to go $350 million like the Giants did. You could have offered 13 years, three ten. And, I, and because when you put in state income tax, all of a sudden that $350 million goes down a little bit because he's in California, one of the most highest income tax states in the country. And I know it's really easy to say, but like, yeah, can what team can pay two players that much? The Yankees did. The Yankees paid Judge and Rodon. 
And they have Giancarlo Stanton's giant contract. Yeah. So, like, it's doable. And they have Garrett Cole's giant contract. For the eighth richest owner in Major League Baseball, it was within the realm of possibility. And by the and here's the th- the last point I'm making on Carlos Correa is why they should have matched that offer or tried to get closer in that ballpark to the past 300 million and going to 13 years because Carlos Correa kind of wanted to be here. He was on the table, very open to being here. Carlos Rodon had no interest in going to Minnesota, and he told them that right away. Like they would have had to overpay, and that's my point of at least pay. You could pay for a guy who wanted to be here, and that's important in a free agent market like the Twins have. So that's my last point on the Twins. No Rodon. It doesn't look like they're going to get Dansby Swanson. So it's either sell off veteran pieces or run into 2023 with what you have, barring a couple trades, and I think that's what the Twins are going to do. Some minor additions here and there around the corners, and they're going to run in and see what the young kids can do in 2023. That's all I got. Um, Vikings play Indianapolis tomorrow. I got nothing to say, but they you know, win by two scores. I think that's pretty straightforward. You want to play a new game? Yeah, one last thing for the Vikings. Oh. Toughest part about that is they're facing their head coach in his most prime environment. Uh, Indianapolis head Colts head coach Jeff Saturday. They're playing on a Saturday, so that's already not ideal for the Vikings. Uh, if they lose this game, I'm going to start to panic, but they should win this game pretty easily. So there you if, go. If they Let's lose play. this game, I'm beyond panicking. They're just they're bad. If they're, they lose this game, they're bad. There's no reason to panic. We'll know they're not good. The, you can't really panic if you just are over the panic stage. You're like, well, right. Can't even panic because there's no turning the ship around. Uh, all right. Let's I'm play a game. I'm stealing this game from social media. Okay. It was uh, like a, I, I assume like a, a podcast or something. Kevin Garnett was playing it. Okay. And, All right. I like this already. Uh, it, the game, it's uh, it's reminiscent of another game we're all familiar with. I'm, I can't say the na- this name on the air, but when you hear the name of this game, you'll understand what it's related to. It's called Start Bench cut oh okay okay yeah yeah yeah. so kevin garnett was asked to start bench cut tim duncan rasheed wallace and chris weber those were the one that was what he was asked to do and i was like well cj can play this game and we're gonna do a minnesota sports version look as long as i don't have to name states i think we're good so here we go we'll start off with um a relatively insignificant one and move forward. Okay. Uh, by the way, I have two and a half minutes. All right, let's do this. The first one, start bench cut, fullback version. Oh. Jim Kleinsaucer, oh. CJ Ham, Matt Asiata. Cut Matt Asiata. This is not easy, but it's the least important. Yeah. Okay, so start bench cut. Yep. Uh... I start Jim Kleinsaucer, I bench CJ Ham, and I cut Matt Asiata. Yeah, I think that's what I do too. I think if you were to draw up the perfect man, I think you draw up Jim Kleinsaucer. So, all right, let's move to the NBA. Okay, the perfect man. The perfect. Just uh, that's what a name, Jim Kleinsaucer. It's so perfect. It's perfect for a fullback. All right, let's next move one. to the Timberwolves. Start bench cut. KG. Ooh. Kevin Love. Okay. Carl Anthony Towns. Okay, um, cut Kevin Love. Ben, what's my other two? Carly? KG and and S- start KG bench cat and cut K Love. Interesting, because I think I would do. I think I would uh, start KG. Obviously, yeah. I think I'd bench K Love and cut Cat. 
He's just annoying. If we're just going by on-court ability, I'm going by those guys. That's totally fair. Mine's a mine's just a person. I'm petty. <laughs> All right. This is the first difficult one, but I don't think it's the most difficult. Okay. Start, bench, cut. Kirby, Tory, Byron. <sighs> okay. This is no disrespect to Byron, but I got to cut Byron. Uh, I, Tory, Hunter, bench, Kirby. You got to start Kirby. I think it's actually the easiest one. Yeah. Now, when you when you hear the names, it's just those are potential. Those are iconic names in Twins baseball. Then they're all center field. It's just that was just a fun one to put together. Uh, you have forty five seconds. Okay. Start bench cut. Vikings. Randy Moss. Chris Carter. Justin Jefferson. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, here we go. Uh, no disrespect to any of them. Cut Chris Carter. Wow. Uh, cut Chris Carter. Wow. Yeah, I know. Get ready. I'm not done yet. I'm starting JJ and I'm benching Randy Moss. That is an absurd answer. I'm doing it because I know you'd. St- I I I have what? faith no. in JJ. What's your? Is that your real? That's answer? That's my real answer. You are out of your mind. I'm, Justin Jefferson is. You're great. cutting and benching Hall of Famers. Yes, I. Well, Justin, for a guy who's done it for two and a half seasons. Yes. What are yeah, you I'm, doing? I'm that confident in him. That is an obscene answer. I'm that confident in him. Plus, I wanted to see a reaction. That is an obscene. If I mean, if you want a reaction, you got it. But that's your real answer. Yeah, that's my real answer. I I am very high on Justin Jefferson. You're out of your mind. I probably am. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> this has been the Morning Sports Desk for Friday, December 16th. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC.